Are you ready to overcome the complexities and burdens that come with your success? Join the team at Centura Wealth Advisory in the Live Life Liberated podcast. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Live Life Liberated with the team from Centura Wealth Advisory. Today we've got David Cariani, acting CIO, and this is his inaugural podcast. Last time we had Derek and Kyle on and we learned a little bit about them. Today it's all about David. Good morning, David. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. It's so nice to meet you. I'm, I'm excited to get these uh, questions underway. You ready? I am. I'll, I'll be gentle. I'll be a little, little gentle for you. All right. So how did you decide to get into this industry? Tell us just a little bit about your history. Well, finances have always been of interest to me and math was always my strong suit in school. And somehow I was born as a good saver. I don't know. I even got mocked for it by my friends and family. But (laughs) anyway, I, but I, I would say aside from that kind of fundamental background that I had, it was something that my grandparents did for me when I was a kid. Well, for my siblings and myself and my cousins, but several times during my youth, they gifted us stock certificates of blue chip companies. It, you know, this wasn't a, a lot of money, but it was very impactful to me, and it taught me several lessons. And the first one was the value of a dividend. I, I can't explain how thrilled I was to be a young guy and get a check for, you know, $23 in the mail. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and it was all mine, right? I was allowed to take it and spend it, and, and I thought that was awesome. And then they kept coming every quarter. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that was impactful to me. And then if you kind of fast forward quite a few years, I was on my first trip to San Diego, which is where I now reside and the headquarters of Centura Wealth. I was on a trip to visit UCSD and I opened the newspaper to read the financial section and look up the stock quotes for these three companies was Santa Fe Pacific Railway and American Express and Transamerica with the pyramid building in San Francisco that I always remembered. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm on the airplane and I open up the newspaper and see that the stocks had been cut in half. Mm. Turns out the previous Monday was Black Monday. This was October of 1987. Uh-huh. And so I learned my sort of second valuable lesson, and that is, you know, stocks can crash. What goes up can also go down. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I wasn't able to sell the stocks and I probably wouldn't have anyway, but also learned another lesson that several years later when I was in college, they had fully recovered and I was able to sell them and help fund a year of studying abroad um, with that money. So sort of the the value of recovery. So a lot, a lot of important lessons I learned as well as just getting interested in the stock market by, you know, having a tangible example to always look back to. Yeah. What a a great example of a patriarch and a matriarch taking the time and and wisdom to, to help kind of spark something in you. That's, that's fantastic. And I know on the last podcast, we talked a little bit about multi-generational planning. And so I, I hope we get into that a little bit today, maybe as well, but which leads me to my next question, who do you work with and really what is your specialty? So I work with individuals and families that really want to make sound financial decisions and want to maximize the actual value that they derive from their wealth. And I'm, I'm talking about beyond financial value, but holistic mm-hmm. life value, people that really value their values and their, and their lifestyle and do not want to have to worry about, uh, are they doing the right thing or could they be doing something better? 
and yeah. uh, truly be liberated by their wealth rather than the all too common outcome of being burdened by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and again, referring to the first podcast we did, we talked a little bit about philanthropy and, and all sorts of things that you guys do for your clients. And I think that fits right in with what you're talking about. You know, they, they want to be able to spend some time with the charities that mean the most to them, or maybe they want to spend time with their family and, and really impart those, those gifts and skills, or maybe they, they own a business and they, they need to teach the younger generations what the value of that business is and how it has helped them to accumulate wealth. Each family is different. And I love to hear that your passion is really finding out what they want and, and really focusing on that and allowing them to spend the time the way they want to, which again is going to lead me into this next question. What do you do for these clients besides what you've already stated? Well, I, you know, sort of reiterating that is what, what I do is provide financial freedom and peace of mind really by, you know, giving clients a solid understanding of where they stand and, and helping them map out what, you know, once we determine where it is they want to go, mm-hmm. mapping out sort of the most efficient path to get there, it's that peace of mind that they know that there's a plan and that it's, you know, an achievable plan that allows them to not, not worry about that and to truly enjoy, you know, the, the path and the outcome. Gotcha. All right. Then who is your ideal client? Ideal client is somebody that we can really make an impact for, and that's somebody that's in you know in a in a high tax bracket or navigating sort of financial transition, whether it be retirement or sale of a business or an inheritance mm-hmm. or you know divorce, you know all of these things create financial stress for people, and they also provide a lot of op- opportunities for our profession to help people, and whether it's minimizing taxes or helping them understand their options in certain situations. Those are people that we can be impactful for. And that's why they're ideal clients. Mm -hmm. Now, when I was talking to Derek and Kyle, they really said most of your clients at this point come from referrals, which is the best way to grow a business. Obviously, why do you think that is? Why do you think that referrals is your strongest source of new, new clients? Well, I, I agree. Referrals is, is absolutely the, the most common source of new clients. And for me, I believe it's, it's making an impact for current clients is the best way to gain new clients. Mm-hmm. So happy clients and their professional advisors that see positive results and enjoy working with you are more than happy to refer friends and colleagues. And that's, that's what ends up happening. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Speaking of your clients, what kind of client education do you provide? Well, regardless of a client's base level of knowledge on a particular topic, I feel it's really important that they have a solid understanding of a particular strategy before taking it on. So, you know, whatever it is that is deemed to be appropriate for a particular client, then it's it's educating them on that particular strategy so that they can be engaged and comfortable with the process as we go through it. Also, you know, it, it's, it's educating them on both the pros and cons of a particular strategy so that, you know, they can make a, a educated decision as to whether or not to go forward with that strategy. Gotcha. I know you have a really large team there at Centura. What is your, what, what is your take on how the team works together to accomplish the goals for your clients? Well, 
I got to say, I'm, I'm extremely proud of the team that we have assembled here at Centura. Mm-hmm. You know, I've worked at small firms, mid-sized firms in one of the largest firms on Wall Street, and I've never been more confident in the capabilities of my team and the resources that we collectively bring to the table for the benefit of clients. Nice. The breadth of professional expertise is impressive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're a diverse bunch, eager, intelligent individuals are on this team. And rep- we have some young people representing the future and some seasoned, wiser people running around here with a couple of gray hairs that uh, balance <laughs> it out. We won't name I them. I won't tell you name. which one I am. <laughs> okay. But I'm sure you guys can look up their pictures online if you'd like to find out who that is exactly. All well, right. I, I did tell you that I used to look up stock quotes in the paper, and that was uh, that was before Al Gore invented the internet. So if that, That's right. that dates me a little bit. Thanks, Al. We appreciate that. <laughs> All right, David, what, what designations or advanced education do you have? I have gone through the program and earned the uh, designation of Chartered Financial Analyst, or CFA. Okay. That's something that the most lay people, um, you know, including my parents, didn't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's something that people in the industry are more aware of. And you can think of that as sort of masters in investment management, as well as the, the other designation that I have achieved as a certified financial planner or the CFP. And that, mm-hmm. that's something that uh, more clients are, are typically familiar with. Yeah. And, and for those that are listening, the CFP is one of the hardest designations, if not the most difficult designation to get in this industry. Look it up. And I always, I always refer people to Investopedia. Investopedia is a great website that, that'll help you navigate some of these acronyms and all the different things that you can learn about investing and advisors and, and planners. And when you look up what CFP stands for and what, it, what they have to do to get that, it's impressive. So definitely something uh, to be proud of there. All right, this is the last question really for this section, the the professional section, or your business section, I should say. David, what is your business philosophy? Well, I think hard work, honesty, integrity, and excellent service will allow you to do well in any field. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean doing good things for others, clients, coworkers, vendors, it will translate to success. The other thing, I think it's critical to never lose sight of the fact that we are a client-first focused business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, now that section is done. Now we're going to get into some personal questions. I hope you're ready. I was told, I'll be honest, I was told by Derek and Kyle to take it, you know, to be rough on you, but uh, I'm not going to. I'm just (laughs) going to ask you the same questions I asked them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get through this with flying colors, I'm sure. So, David, when you're not working, what do you do for fun, man? Well, I got to tell you, I'm up to my neck in small humans right now. <laughs> so, <Really? laughs> I, I have a I have a lot of time. Uh, you know, I I have a lot of work, and I have a I have three young kids that are uh, a lot of fun, and and also take a lot of time. And that's really kind of where I'm focused at this point mm-hmm. in my life. You know, when I get time away, I love to go to the mountains. I love to go skiing. Or just kind of get out in nature, or get out on the ocean on a boat, and maybe get some lines in the water. Yeah. Or, or even doing that in streams, streams and lakes. Really enjoy fishing or, or mountain biking out there. Beautiful, beautiful. And I'm not suggesting anything, but 
It's amazing how small humans can contribute to gray hair as well, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not saying anything about you, David, by any means. <laughs> All right. They uh, absolutely do. Yeah, absolutely. And they're worth every one of them. Who is your hero? I would have to say that I truly respect, and, and when I think of the word hero, it, it it makes me think of all the men and women in our armed services mm-hmm. that protect our ability to live free. And I appreciate that every day. Yeah, that that's perfect. I agree a hundred percent with you. All right. This is kind of an interesting question in my opinion. If you had all the money you ever needed, I mean, you, somebody just drops a check in the mail for you, David, for you know, a couple trillion dollars, what would you do? I would share it. I, I like tell it. you, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there. <laughs> it, you know, I think it probably goes through everybody's head, but you know, living here in California, we have one of the, one of the bigger lotteries in the country. And, you know, you, you, you buy a ticket every once in a while. And of course you wonder, Hey, if I won, what would I do? And that's just, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that always comes to my mind is I would, you know, immediately, obviously all my friends and family, but uh, you know, we're talking about unlimited money. It, it would go well beyond that. I enjoy giving. Fantastic. That would be a lot of fun. All right, David, what is your idea of success? Broadly speaking, I think success is the ability to live happily the life of your choosing mm-hmm. without concern for finances and you know, positively impacting the lives of others. I think if you can accomplish all of those, I would definitely define that as success. Yeah, that, that's a great way to end the day, right? I mean, that's when it, when it comes to the end of our time, we can look back and, and say we've done that. That, to me, I agree. That is success. All right, what is the one thing that you recommend most to clients, family, or friends? And it can be anything, you know, that your favorite pizza joint, your you know your favorite book, <laughs> movie, you know. Well, being the financial guy that I am, <laughs> it is uh, to save for a lot of people, save and invest when you're young and when mm-hmm. you can. And it's actually more difficult. One of the other things I, I do on the other side of that is is telling people to spend when it's their time. If they've been great savers over their life and it's their their time and their turn to spend, I love sharing that message. It's a lot more fun, but it's actually challenging because it's it's hard for people that have saved for their whole lives to kind of change their stripes and and switch gears. Yeah, uh, but it is, it's a fun conversation to have. All right. And this is my favorite question right here. I don't let anybody escape without answering this one. Tell us one thing that most people don't know about you. I played rugby at UCLA. Really? I doubt many I've, people know that. I've never played rugby. It seems like a very harsh sport. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's a great, it's a great sport. It's great exercise, a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie. Yeah. And and I think actually a little bit less violent than football, contrary to what people think, because you're not mm. wearing pads. Yeah. You actually don't do stupid things, right? You don't you don't have a false sense of security that XYZ gear uh, will help yeah. you because you're not wearing that gear. So you don't go headlong into you know to into uh some other person and, and potentially breaking your noggin. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. So you know, as we go through our day, as we go through our week, sometimes we can lose focus. You know, there's, I mean, you said you've got three small humans. They pull you in different directions for sure. Yes, what do. is a mantra, motto, or something that you say to yourself to help you stay focused and get back on track? 
I don't know that I really have a, a mantra, mm-hmm. but I was really raised with a strong work ethic and a sense of responsibility. And, you know, being honest, I'd, I'd have to say I put more pressure on myself than any sort of outside influence could. So it's really, it's my desire to fulfill my obligations to others that kind of drives me forward. And I, I kind of can't relax until I do that. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, David, what is your proudest achievement? Well, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to say my kids, but, but that doesn't really help paint any, any sort of uh, picture for you. So I'm going to, I'm going to put it more in the, in the scope of professionally. Okay. And I would say that, you know, the proudest times for me professionally is when I receive a thank you note from a client, Mm. you know, as professionals, we're all compensated for our work and impactful output uh, should be expected of us, right? But those times when, you know, our efforts help someone beyond expectations and they feel compelled to go above and beyond and explicitly thank you, that to me is something I'm really proud of because it shows me that they know that I care. And to me, that's important. And it's a, it's a source of personal pride for sure. All right. Well, David, in the last podcast, when I was, was speaking with Derek and Kyle, we talked a little bit about who they thought should be listening to the show, and they gave us some sneak previews of upcoming episodes, what we'll be covering. And I'm really excited to, to do that uh, with all of you. But I want your opinion. Who should be listening to this podcast? Because this thing is going nationwide, and the listenership is going to grow. We know that. Who should be listening? I, I think anyone that really wants to optimize their financial well-being whether that be, you know, minimizing taxes, establish their legacy, or, you know, sort of wants to free themselves from the burden of, you know, financial management mm-hmm. uh, concerns. I think there, there, you know, there'll be lessons to be gleaned that can, can help everybody in those areas. Yeah, absolutely. And as those lessons are taught, uh, as this is one of the educational things that you guys have implemented here, how do they get a hold of you? When, when the audience is saying, you know what? These guys are making a lot of sense, whether we're talking about philanthropy or taxes or, or trusts or estates or whatever. How do they get a hold of you? What's the best way to start a conversation with you and your team? Well, I, I'm sure CenturaWealth.com is a, you know, it's a great starting point to mm-hmm. whether that's to grab a phone number or an, or an email. But frankly, I, I don't care if it's a, a call, email, smoke signal, carrier pigeon, as nice. long as the message gets to me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to respond. All right. Well, with, with California and the, the issues with fires in the last few years, I'm going to say no to the smoke signals, but carrier pigeon sounds fantastic. Uh, that would be great. All right, David, thank you so much for your time today. This was very educational to me. I got to know you and I'm, I'm going to have a lot of fun on this podcast and I thank you for letting me be a part of it. And I look forward to working with you and your entire team. Thank you. Likewise. I appreciate it. You bet. And I want to thank you all for listening to the Live Life Liberated podcast with the team from Centura Wealth Advisory. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when they come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Centura Wealth Advisory, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Live Life Liberated podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. 
The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Centura Wealth Advisory. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Centura Wealth Advisory, Centura, is an SEC-registered investment advisor with its principal place of business in San Diego, California. Centura and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration and notice filing requirements imposed on SEC-registered investment advisors, in which Centura maintains clients. Centura may only transact business in those states in which it is notice filed or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from notice filing requirements. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Tax relief varies based on client circumstances and all clients do not achieve the same results.